I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources on a Friday. Great to be with you as always. I am Boyd Matheson. And as we round out the week, I just want to share just a a couple of thoughts and experiences from the week as we roll into the weekend. A few things to think about, a few things to noodle on, as we like to call it around here. And part of it is just how seriously we, uh, we take ourselves Laughter is a is a great gift, and the ability to laugh at yourself uh, is an even greater gift. But I actually think it's a skill. <laughs> Most of us uh, don't like that. We kind of get defensive. It kind of gets under our skin a little bit. Uh, but we've got to learn when we make mistakes, it's okay. Uh, and I'm going to actually start with a, uh, a sports example from many years ago. It's the uh, Texas Rangers. I remember watching a Texas Rangers game on a Saturday back in the days when you only really had one thing to watch on a Saturday, and that was a good baseball game. And you had Vin Scully and Joe Garagiola. And uh, the Texas Rangers were playing, and they started the game, and it was it was a train wreck. Uh, the pitcher hit the first batter, so they had the other team had a runner on first. The, the next person got up and hit it right to the second baseman, and uh, he made an error. So now there were runners on first and second and nobody out. Uh, then the next batter got up, hit a sky high fly ball, uh, right in, uh, in there, just outside of the infield and everyone ran towards it. And then everybody stopped and the ball bounced and now the bases were loaded and the manager, Bobby Valentine came storming, storming out of the dugout. And I thought, Oh my goodness, these players are just going to get it. He is just going to light into these guys and blow them up for being so careless, stupid mistakes. Uh, and he got him out there. He gathered the whole team around. And then he started to laugh. And he was just doubled over, just laughing at what had just taken place. And soon all the players are standing around in a circle and they're all just busting out laughing. And then finally, Bobby Valentine said two words, two words to his team. Let's go. And he ran off the field. And I thought that was such a great example of leadership. He could have gone out and he could have yelled and screamed and said, how, how can you be so undisciplined? How can you make such stupid mistakes? We can't afford, you know, he could have just blown it all up. The players already knew they'd made mistakes. So hitting them over the head with it was not going to be helpful. If anything, it probably just would have made them more stressed out and more worried about the next play. 
But instead, he chose to laugh. And because of that, they got the next three batters out. Nobody scored, no damage done, and the game went on. That's a great example of not taking yourself too seriously and then having the leadership composure to help those you're leading say, don't take yourself too seriously. It's okay. We'll figure it out. Let's move forward. But sadly, especially when it comes to sports, we have entered a whole new realm. Uh, There's always been crazy parents. There's always been angry parents. There's always been obnoxious parents when it comes to to Little League sports. Uh, We're entering all new places and spaces when it comes to that, and that is concerning. Washington Post reported that in in Vermont, a 60-year-old man died this week after participating in a brawl that broke out during a middle school basketball game. A middle school basketball game. So not even at the high school level. This was not even like a super league. This was a middle school basketball game. And things got so intense. The stakes were apparently so high that it was worthy of having an all-out brawl over. And a man loses his life in the process. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson. And unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. That's an indictment on society. That's an indictment on this. You, you got to specialize in your sport by the time you're six. You got to travel. You got to do all of these things. And now we're raising the stakes so high that we're going to have all-out brawls. I mean, what what's next? You know, are we gonna, are we going to have a big incident at the spelling bee? Are we going to have parents going into fisticuffs at who ends up being awarded at the end of the piano recital? That's concerning to me. It's especially concerning because of what it tells our children about what we value most. Do we really value winning at that level? I always say that the most important thing you can do for your child in a sport is not to focus on their performance. Focus on them. Focus on them. So, for example, let's say your daughter's playing soccer. And let's say it's a close game. And let's say your daughter scores the winning goal. Just plants it right there in the top corner of the goal to win for the team. The natural response as a parent in our hyper-competitive world, is to run up to that child and say, oh, you're the best, you're the All-American, you're number one, you're the champ. 
But let me tell you, there is a huge difference if instead you ask a question and you ask, wow, what were you thinking when that ball sailed into the top corner of the net? What were you feeling as you realized you had just won the game for your team? I'm I'm telling you, your kids will get more validation to their self-confidence and their self-esteem by having a chance to share with you their thoughts about a performance than they will ever get from simply listening to your statements of praise. And here's the other little inside source for you today. Adults are exactly the same. How often uh, at work or in our community, somebody does something well and, and we do the thing, we praise. Good job. Way to go. Hey, that's great. Appreciate that. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. But there's a better thing. Ask a question. Ask a question. Let them share with you their thoughts about a performance. They'll get way more out of it than just listening to your statements of praise. It changes the focus. It changes the emphasis from the act to the individual. And that's what all of these things should be about, whether it's a performance at work or whether it's our children in an after-school activity or Little League sports or anything else. We, we have to change the focus. If the focus is just about wins and losses, and one, just recognize very few are going to be playing in the NBA or the NFL or Major League Baseball or Major League Soccer or anything else. There just aren't that many. And so often we end up losing all of the good and all of the lessons that can be learned through sports and music and dance and theater and art We lose that because we're so focused on who wins. Who gets the medal? Who gets the trophy? Who gets the ribbon? There's there's a better way. And we should never have an event where a 60-year-old man loses his life because there was a fight breakout at a middle school basketball game. Let's change the emphasis. Let's change the story. And that's up to all of us. That's not a government thing. That's a we the people thing. Be that person. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. 
You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.